Parshas Masei Shlishi. We're up to chapter 33, verse 34. Pedic And you shall inherit the land. We're going to be talking about now the land which was the land that the nine and a half Shvatim uh, inherited uh, besides the area that the two and a half Shvatim took on this side of the Yardin um, so you shall inherit that land to your families those are the families that we learned before when they were counted uh, earlier they were counted by families basically the each tribe had uh, certain families as enumerated earlier in Pashas Pinchas Lorav Tarbu as Nachalosei to a tribe that has uh, many uh, people or the family of the tribe that has many people they should get a larger portion in their inheritance and to the one that has less uh, you should diminish and give less of an inheritance uh, the to the uh, whatever goes out to him to the uh, person to the family uh, the lottery, um, the piece of land that comes to them, as Rashi will explain, that belongs to him, to the tribes of your fathers you will inherit. And we'll see in Rashi um, what this means. This is also in Rashi before the uh, various uh, different uh, Possibilities, the way the it was uh, translated. We have to go back also to the Rashi's earlier in Pashas Pinchas and the two opinions, the Gemara and But let's see what Rashi says over here. Uh, when the pasuk says El Asher Loi Shama, to where it goes out to him, what goes out? So Rashi Mikra Kotzer it's a pasik which is short, which is missing. And we have to add the word mokoim. So we say, El mokoim asher lo The place to the place that he uh, gets the lottery that belongs to him. That means that wherever the lottery goes, that where it also he takes it. Rashi said before from the pasik that it worked also with the Urim Vetumim, it also worked by the Goyro, and there were several uh, pieces together, uh, the Goyro itself would say who, who gets it, as Rashi has explained earlier. Rashi touches over here, what does it mean, Lematois Avoiseichem, to your father's tribe, Rashi says that it means Lefi Cheshben Yoytze Mitzrayim, based on the amount, the count, the calculation of those who went out of Mitzrayim. Uh, this Rashi seems to say that the land was divided 
by the amount of people that went out of Mitzrayim so that the uh, tribes uh, and each one who got a piece of the land like the Manda Omar it says that it was divided that we didn't really care how many uh, people there were uh, presently going into Eretz Yisrael uh, they didn't get their own portion it was by the people who uh, went out of Mitzrayim as Rashi has made uh, the Cheshbon earlier uh, how it worked that the uh, by the ones that go in now and it goes back later but again we leave that for the uh, Parshas Pinchas and to um, figure out exactly what Rashi's view and how this all worked but Rashi brings a Dovar Achar another interpretation uh, what means Lematis Aveseicha means Bishneim Osor Gevulim that this was 10, 12 boundaries Kiminyan Hashvatim like the number of the Shvatim the number of tribes that there were 12 different boundaries uh, uh, that we divided now 12 uh, does not include the Shevet Levi but uh, the tribe of Yosef has Menashe and Ephraim so you still get 12 Shvatim but the the two and a half at this point two and a half tribes uh, had already asked Moshe Rabbeinu that they want their portion in the other side of the Yarden and Moshe Rabbeinu agreed to give it to them it seems from the Pasuk uh, that initially when the Pasuk in Parshish Pinchas talks about to divide the land that was divided amongst all the 12 tribes and that was just the land of Eretz Yisrael but then later on in Parshas Matis when the Bnei God, the Bnei Ruvin came to Moshe and Mikne Rav that they had a lot of cattle and they asked for the other land so I don't remember what the Gemara or the Mephoshim, I have to look it up what they say it seems like it was redistributed as the Pasuk will say at the end of the Parsha over here only to nine and a half tribes. The Pasuk says Befeders, that the land of Eretz Yisrael was to the nine and a half tribes. So when Rashi says over here, Lamatis Avesechem, Kiminyan Hashvatim, is a little bit difficult to understand. Uh, it wasn't really for 12 Shvatim. Yeah, Rashi himself later on, when we talk about the boundaries, Rashi calls it the land of the nine tribes. So, uh, here Rashi says the 12 boundaries and um, so I don't know why why would it be 12 over here I gotta look at the Mepharshim Pasuk Nun Hey V'im lo'i se'yidishu as yeshua ya'oretz mi'pnechem and if you do not uh, chase away those who the inhabitants of the land from before you v'hoyo and then it'll be Asher Teisiru Mehem, those that you leave over from them to let them in your land, they will become Li Sikim Be'enechem. Rashi says it will be like thorns in your eyes, Vilitsininim Be'ditsidechem. Those are uh, coverings in your side who don't allow you to move. You know, uh, see the Rashi. 
and they will oppress you on the land uh, that you're sitting in it uh, if you allow them to live in there, you don't chase them away uh, if you don't chase them away so those that you leave over of them they will be to you for bad don't know exactly what Rashi is coming to comment over here because the Pasik says uh, so we know that that's bad what is Rashi adding specifically you gotta find out what does that mean Rashi says it means they're like uh, pegs that poke your eyes Meaning that they will, you seeing them, you won't be able to stand them or to take them. That's why it's called like thorns in your eyes, like poking in your eyes. Targum shall you say this? The translation of the word you say this of the of these pegs is sichayo. So this is a sichim. and they will be litzininim So Rashi poisrim boy ha poisrim. Those who uh, translate, interpret this as l'shoin mesoiches koitzim, a covering uh, of koitzim of thorns, which is hasoiches eschem that would cover you, they would hover over you, lizgoid to close, to lock in, velikloy eschem into a prison, men yitzubah without coming in and out, meaning to. Uh, cause you to uh, surround you in a way to uh, give you uh, like the imprisonment over there without going in and out. Betzoraru eschem, Rashi kitargumoy, as the targum translates. I have a targum right over here, but I mean the lotion to be tsar you. So Rashi says kitargumoy. And it will be like that that I wanted to do to them as a lochem I will be doing to you. Because they're not pushing them away. Uh, so what is supposed to happen to them to chase them away and to oppress them then they will become the oppressors and Hashem was wanting to do to them, is going to do to you, they're going to do to the Bnei Yisrael. And therefore, the Torah is telling them to make sure that you should chase out the as we learned in the previous parsha, to chase them away from the land so that it doesn't uh, reverse it against the Bnei Yisrael. We're doing chapter 34, verse 1, Perek Lamedal, Posek Aleph. By Dabel Hashem al Moshe Leiman. Hashem speaks to Moshe saying, Posek Beis, Tzavez B'nei Yisrael, uh, instruct the B'nei Yisrael, V'amarta aleyem and say to them, Ke'atem boyim el ha'oretz Kenan, for you are coming to the land of Canaan. Zois ha'oretz, this is the land, Asher tipe lochem b'nachalo, that will fall to you as an inheritance. 
This is Eretz Canaan Sahar. The following is the land of Canaan to its boundaries. These are the boundaries of the land of Canaan. As Rashi will explain, to know, it's important to know the boundaries of the land of Canaan because that is the place where the laws that are connected to the land of Canaan, as far as the produce for a certain alochas, and we need to know what the territory so following is going to be the land of Canaan which they received and that's the um, boundaries that we're going to learn about for many mitzvahs are conduct, apply to the land land of Canaan but they do not apply outside of the land. So that's why he needed to write, the Pasuk needed to write, the boundaries of Givulei, of the borders, of its sides, all around. So we're going to give you the borders of all the sides all around so that you know where the and <coughs> where the territory is exactly to tell you from these boundaries and inside the mitzvahs will apply so the mitzvahs applies only in the Eretz Canaan not in the territory which is outside of Eretz Canaan that would include also the Evra Yardin <coughs> where the two and a half tribes were so what does it mean, the land that will fall to you? should be Asher Tisnachalu, you'll inherit. What does it mean, fall to you? How does the land fall to you? So because it was distributed, it was divided. By lottery, Nikras Chaluka Nefila. So this dividing is referred to as falling because... Uh, Falling means that it falls in. It's like uh, what you win, you lock out. It's something that falls into your lap. You know, it just comes down to you. The goyrel happens to fall on the person's name, and that person gets it. So that's why it's called nefila. Medrash Agode, the Agode of Medrash says, Oimer says as follows: Through this, that. Hashem took <coughs> these officers of the seven nations from heaven. He threw them down. Uh, and he tied them in front of Moshe. So he took the sorim from the heavens and put them in front of Moshe. And Hashem says to Moshe, Look, they don't have any power. So it fell, it fell is a representative, it represents the idea that the uh, angels, the sorim, the officers uh, of these nations were fallen, fell before Moshe Rabbein. So now the Pasik is going to give you the boundaries, Pasik Gimel. So it will be to you, uh, first the southern side. This is the southern boundary versus Israel. From the Midbar Tzin, which is next to Adem. 
and the boundary of the south will be to you Miktsei Yom HaMelech Kedma from the edge of the Yam HaMelech to the east the way the Pasuk is going to go now describing the boundaries it's going to start with the uh, southern side of Eretz Yisrael it's going to go to the western side of Eretz Yisrael it's going to go to the northern side of Eretz Yisrael and it's going to come around then to the eastern side of Eretz Yisrael so just for the sake of uh, clarity and as we're working without a visual so let's assume that we're talking about a square box over here but of course it's not a square box at all but we're going to give it four points because when we need to talk about the southern side uh, we're going to give the one corner of the southern side we'll call it number one and the other side the extreme all the way at the other end of the southern side we'll call number two and we're going to make a circle from one to two and the way the Pasik uh, talks about over here and Rashi explains we start from the southern side going from the east to the west so point one is the east south corner and we're gonna go down this southern the other corner is the number two would be south west and then we're going to turn towards the west side and at the other extreme of the west side that's going to be number three so from two to three you're going to be going all of the west side corner number two is as mentioned is southwest and then number three is on the other side of the west side that's the corner west north and then from the three you're going up all the ways the northern side that's going to be to number four and so from three to four is the whole nor- northern side the number four is going to be on the north east corner and then from four you go back to one which is the completes the circle or completes the square where uh, that is the entire um, eastern side so that's the entire east side uh, goes from four to one so again from one to two is the south side then we're gonna go from two to three which is going to be the west side we're gonna go from three to four which is going to be the north side and then we're gonna go from four back to one uh, that's going to be the east side so this passage begins by telling you 
that at the corner, the vul negev, that the corner of the negev starts off, that is from the edge of the Yam HaMelech, which is to the east. So the east corner of Eretz Yisrael is the Yam HaMelech, and then on the south, it's the is the south side. And the south side is the Midbar Tzin Al-Yidei Edem. Um, we are going to talk about the four corners of Eretz Yisrael. And the southern side of Eretz Yisrael begins uh, in the Pasuk's description. We begin with the uh, south uh, east point and we'll call that number one and we go down from number one all the way we go down this southern border until we come to the west so we're going from east to west on the south side and the corner of uh, southwest we're going to call number two and then we turn and we go the whole entire western border uh, till we come to the uh, northwest uh, we'll call it number three, that's in the corner of the northwest. And then we go all the way up the north, we come back up the northern border. We'll call that the, that's the northern side, that's number uh, four. And then we turn around again and we go back from the, on the eastern border, from the north to the side, we're going from four to one. So we're going to go from one to two on the south, from 2 to 3 on the west, and from 3 to 4 on the north, and from 4 to 1 on the east. Now, in this Pasuk base that we, we're learning now, uh, we're going to do the Rashi in a minute, but the Pasuk gives you uh, basically, I said Pasuk base, I mean Pasuk Gimel. Uh, so, uh, in Pasuk Gimel, it gives you basically uh, two... Uh, telling you the corner number one, it tells you the Pa'as Negev, the uh, corner of the south. And as Rashi will tell you, the gives you the southern corner. The southern corner is where south uh, meets east, as Rashi says, going down from Mizrach And I just want to make this note, I didn't look up the Mepharshim and uh, don't have a diagram in front of me. I'm going to try to work through the Rashi just from the words of the Rashi and see how we can do over here. Um, So this is the uh, southern corner. Uh, So Pa'as Negev basically is Negev is the southern side. That's Rashi's Ruach Dremis. but the pa'as doesn't actually mean, Rashi has already said earlier in, in uh, Chumash, sometimes the word pa'as can mean uh, a side. In this Rashi teaches over here, pa'as negative, the southern side. Not the corner, that's what it seems like. Rashi says ruach dremis, that is the southern side, as a point to the corner. But the Pasik then, starting from Mizrach to Maidr, so the Pasik says that the southern side goes from Midbar Tzin, which is next to Edwin. So the first part of the Pasuk just tells you the southern general side. Uh, it is the Midbar Tzin. Uh, Midbar Tzin, 
was next to Edom. As we'll see in the Rashi, uh, the way I understand it, is that all these nations, they were the Midbar was behind them. When I say behind them, I mean further, in this case, to the south, uh, further than the Eretz Canaan. So that Edom uh, was on the side of uh, Eretz Canaan, and the Midbar was on the other side of Eretz Canaan. So if you take Edom, um, as the point, so the Midbar is on the south of Edom, and Eretz Canaan is on the north of Edom. And the um, place of the uh, southern place uh, where it starts, so in, in, in this case, uh, we're talking about how far south, we're not talking yet about the corner, basically we're talking about how far south did uh, did it go? So he says it went as far as the Midbar Sin, which the Midbar Sin is alongside Edom. That is the southern part. How south it would, far south it would go. But then the pasuk continues says, gavul negev." Now we're talking already. What was the boundary uh, of the southern side? Uh, now, when he says it, the boundary, he means we're on the east, where it meets the west, where was the boundary, how far southeast did it go? So he says, that was Miktzei Yom HaMelech Kedma, that was from the edge of the Yom HaMelech to the east, meaning the east of the Yom HaMelech, the Yom HaMelech is included in there, from the eastern side of the Yom HaMelech, which is includes the Yam HaMelech, that eastern side, uh, as it meets, that was the point east, and the point how far south, the Midbar Tzin. Now, it doesn't mean that the Yam HaMelech didn't reach all the way to the south. If you took a line from the eastern part of the Yam HaMelech, um, in the eastern part of the Yam HaMelech, uh, the eastern part of the Yam HaMelech, and you draw it till the Midbar Tzin, so that would be the corner. So the Gvul Negev, it was in the Midbar Tzin. There was no Yam HaMelech over there. The Yam HaMelech was further, uh, measuring from the south, it was further north, towards Eretz Yisrael. But that was the eastern point, and the Midbar Tzin was the southern point, and therefore that formed the corner from where we start going down from Mizrach to Mairav. So it seems to me. Because the Yam HaMelech, as we're going to learn at the end of the Gevulim, was the, in Pasekut Beis, uh, that was the end of the eastern uh, side um, of, Eretz, uh, of Eretz Yisrael. So when we're making the line from number 4 back to number 1, along the eastern side, so the final uh, border over there, it says that it ended up in the Yom HaMelech. Now, over there, uh, we don't talk about, it would seem that if we're talking about the uh, eastern border, we should tell you how far east it went. But here it just says it ended up with the Yom HaMelech. So, maybe uh, the Yom HaMelech but the, the Pasuk didn't continue because that was the last part of Kedma 
that was a, the eastern part, the part of the Yavimelech, the east side, was the border where the southern corner started, but uh, the Torah doesn't give you, you then, in, in Pasuket Beis, the end of the, uh, how far uh, south along the eastern border it went. Because here we're saying that the southern border was actually uh, the Midbar Tzim. We have to look at this further. I don't think that it means the other way around that uh, the Yom HaMelech was the uh, southern border because the past Negev is Midbar Tzim. Right, that's the way it seems to me. But let's do the Rashi now. Uh, so what will be the southern side? Rashi says clearly, Ruach Deraimis, that's the southern side. Asher min ha-mizrach once we start going from Mizrach to Maidiv, uh, the southern s- side is, uh, how, where is the star? So it says, Mimid Bartzin, the Pasuk says, Mimid Bartzin al Rashi teaches Mimid Bartzin, Asher Eitzel Edim, the Mimid Bartzin which is next to Edim. Next to Edim means that that Midbar ran parallel to the uh, country of Edim. Edim was again towards the side of Eretz Canaan, and the Midbar was on the other side. So the southern side, we couldn't, we can't say that way because that then that would mean, uh, if I like what I said, that the land of Edim would have been included. But it means actually the other way around that the Midbar Sin that is the uh, southern part, how deep? That's what Rashi extends. Rashi says, Maschilas, Maschilas, it starts the Mikzoya Dreimis, that is the southern corner, uh, Mizrochis, uh, of Shalaris Tishamatis. That was, uh, but that was the southern corner. Uh, the Mikzeya Mamelech Kedma was actually the eastern corner. And uh, and that's why the Midbar Tzir was only the side of, uh, was only the telling us where the tip of the south, how deep it went, but it wasn't by the Midbar Tzir, that as far south as it went to the Midbar Tzir, which is next to the land of Edom, but the, um, but the, uh, uh, corner was inside of Eretz Edom uh, at the edge next to the east corner of the Yam HaMelech of Kedma. Uh, let's look at Rashi Vaita. So, Maschilas Mikzoye Dreimis Mizrochis, that begins the southern east corner shall Eretz Tisha Matis of the land of the nine Matis. Because as we learned already, two and a half Matis took on the other side. Rashi is just saying nine matas here doesn't say Tisha Vachetzi, but it's the place of Eretz Yisrael itself. As Rashi has said, for the halachas earlier of Eretz Yisrael that you needed to, uh, the mitzvahs that Nehegaz Ba'aretz, and these are the boundaries. Uh, so, Ketzat, how do we get this to be next to Edom in that corner? So, Rashi explains like this that Sholish Arotzis Yeshuis Bidreimo Shalaretz Yisrael Zu Eitzel Zu. There are three countries that sit 
on the southern side of Eretz Yisrael, one next to each other. Kitsas uh, Eretz Mitzrayim, part of Eretz Mitzrayim, uh, which means part of Eretz Mitzrayim, as we're going to see, that a section of Eretz Mitzrayim goes further on the southern side, goes further uh, west uh, than Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, at the edge of number two, uh, part of Eretz Mitzrayim sits at the, number two is the edge, as we had spoken before, of the corner of west, south, southwest of uh, Eretz Yisrael. So Eretz Mitzrayim was partially sitting on the southern side, but it, like I said, it went down further, further south than Eretz Yisrael, um, further west than Eretz Yisrael, not by the uh, by the water there, but the water, the uh, Yam was that was along the the border of Eretz Yisrael, but it was further down in Eretz Mitzrayim towards the west. So that's why Mitzrayim, part of Eretz Mitzrayim. The Eretz Edim Kula, but the entire Eretz Edim is uh, opposite uh, Eretz, is, is on the southern side of Eretz Yisrael. The Eretz Moyov Kula, and also the entire land of Moyov. I think when it says here Eretz Moyov Kula, it doesn't mean that Eretz Moyov was sitting entirely only on the southern side, but it looks like that the Eretz Moyov was on the southern side of Eretz Yisrael, uh, but it also was on the eastern side, partially of Eretz Yisrael. It was sitting in that corner, because we're going to use the Midbar Tzin, that is next to Edom, as the board of Eretz Yisrael. So let's see how we're going to continue with Rashi. So he says, uh, Eretz Mitzrayim, the land of Mitzrayim is Bimekatsoya, that's in the corner of Dremis Marovis, of the southwest, that's by the number two. Uh, Shenemar, as the, it says in Parsha Zoo, in this Parsha, when it talks about uh, the end of the border of the, um, of the southern side, it says that the Gvul went may atzmoim nachlo mitzrayim that it went into the river of Mitzrayim that's the Nilus, the river of Mitzrayim uh, and then it says v'hoyu toitzoisov hayomo that the end of the uh, southern border was to the south that was the end over there so we see from here that Mitzrayim was on the bottom over there and I was called the bottom but on the southern west of Eretz Yisrael again Rosh Hashanah Pashazu Me'atzmoin Nachlo Mitzrayim V'hoyu Yisrael so it went, and then it ends, the border ends by the Yom, by the west, by the water, which was the western border. So, Rashi says, V'nachal Mitzrayim, ha'yamahalachal p'nei kol Eretz Mitzrayim. The, um, 
the river of Mitzrayim, the Nilus of Mitzrayim, that ran across alongside the entire land of Egypt. Uh, as we'll see in a minute, Rashi is going to say that was in between Eretz Canaan and Eretz Mitzrayim. Shenemar, because it says in Yeshua, Perikut Gimel, Posse Gimel, Min Hashichur Asher Mitzrayim. So the raya from this pasuk is because it says Asher al Pnei Mitzrayim, meaning that it faced the whole land of Mitzrayim um, from the pasuk over there of Yeshua. Min Hashichur Asher al Pnei Mitzrayim. Umafsik and this Nilus that interrupted Ben Eretz Mitzrayim to Eretz Yisrael in between the land of Mitzrayim and Eretz Yisrael. So that was on the point number. Uh, two, on the corner of the southwest of Eretz Yisrael. Now, what what does Rashi gain by us knowing that the Nachal Mitzrayim went ac- along the whole Eretz Mitzrayim? Now, if Rashi is trying to tell you that there was nothing else, because when the Pesach says that from Atzmen it went into the Nachal Mitzrayim, and then the Pesach says, and then it ended, the boundary ended by the Yama. So that tells us that there is no other um, place over there. I mean, I'm not sure exactly how this works over here. But let's go weiter. So, the Eretz Edoim Etzlo Letzad HaMizrach. The land of Edoim is next to Mitzrayim towards Mizrach. So somewhere between point, it would seem between one, point one and two, uh, begins the land of Edom. And when you go from Mitzrayim towards the east, you have the land of Edom. And then you have, Rashi says, the Eretz Moyov, Eitzel Eretz Edom, Besoif Hadorim. And the land of Moyov sits next to the Eretz Edom at the end of the Dorum. Uh, end of the Dorum means what? End of the Dorum Lemizrach, in other words, towards the east. The last part towards the east is the land of Moyov. This seems to tell us, and this, and also Rashi says Eretz Moyov Kula, and also that Eretz Moyov is by the Ed Besoyf Hadorum Lemizrach, that means the last part towards the east of the Mizrach is the Eretz Moyov. Not like it turned, but we'll see what what means the Mekitsoya in a minute. Let's go weiter. And when the Yid went out of Egypt. So, if Hashem wanted to make their entrance into the land close, so then Hashem would take them through the Nilus, as we said before, the Nilus interrupted in between Eretz Yisrael and Canaan. And maybe that's what Rashi told us about the Nilus running in between. So he would take him through the Nilus towards the Tzofen, and Uboyan Eretz Yisrael, and then they would come right to Eretz Yisrael. But Vulayosa came, he didn't do so. And this is the meaning of the Posik in Shmoishit Gimel, Posik Yuzayin, Vulayosa Malikim Derech Eretz Plishtim. Hashem didn't take him by way of the land of Plishtim. Because the land of Plishtim, Shehem Yoshvim Al Hayom, they were sitting by the west, by the sea, 
Kenan, on the west of the land of Kenan. So, if uh, wanted to take take him into the land of Pushkin, Shemar be Plishtim, as it says by the Plishtim Mitzvanya, base posik hey, Yoshvei Chevel Hayom, Goy Kresim. So over there, the Navi is talking, been prophesizing about their destruction. So, and then the posik continues, Vara Shemalechem Kenan Eretz Plishtim. So we see that they were sitting as Choyvel Hayom, they were sitting at the edge of the water, they were sitting by the ocean over there. So it's called the Choyvel Hayom, a Goy Kresim. So, and he didn't lead them in that way. But rather, what he did was, he turned them around, he took them through the south El Hamidbar. So the Midbar was running across on the southern side of Mitzrayim. And this is why Yecheskel calls the Midbar in Yecheskel, he calls it Midbar Ha'amim, the Midbar of the Nations. Because because there were many nations sitting on the side of the Midbar. Meaning the Midbar run on the other side and there were several nations as we just said. We had Adim, uh, we had Mitzrayim, Adim and Moyov. And the Midbar was along that side and that's what the Yidin were going in that Midbar behind the land of Adim. And the Yidin were going by the south Dreima, meaning Dreima from Mitzrayim, uh, or Dreima versus Israel, but all on the southern side, Min Hamayriv, Klapim Mizrach Tomi. They were always going towards the east, on the on the in the Midbar side. Ad Shabau Ledreima Shaleretz Edim, till they came to the south of Eretz Edim. Meaning, uh, once they finished the area where Mitzrayim was, and they came to the land of Eretz Adam. Now, Eretz Adam was also uh, on a cross of, uh, next to Eretz Canaan, and they wanted to cross through. There was no Nilus over there, they didn't have to cross through uh, any, uh, take him to the Nilus, but they can just go through. So therefore, when they came, uh, they came to the south of Eretz Eden, that's the side of the Midbar, which was on the side, on the southern side of Eretz Eden, so they asked him, they should allow him to enter his land, to cut through this, the width, because the, the, the length of Eden was from south to east, I mean from west to east along the southern border. Its width was from the Midbar, Till there is Canaan. So they wanted to go through the width, but the Kornis led us to go to the land of Lerot, so he didn't want, didn't allow them. So they needed to circle as called Reimashal Adam, the entire southern side of Adam, the whole length of Adam on the southern side in the desert, Ad Boim, until they came with Reimashal Eretzmoyev to the southern side of Eretzmoyev. So right now over here it still seems that, uh, but there's long side, and still now it's Moyov that it's interrupting between Eretz Yisrael and the desert. Shenemar, uh, because it says in Sheftim Yudala Posikid Zayin, the Gamel Melech Moyov Sholach, he also sent to the king of Moyov to go through the love I didn't want. 
because in the Chumash itself we don't find, we just find Moshe Rabbeinu asking uh, the uh, Edom to go through. We don't find them asking Moyov in the Posik. Later on we'll see the Sikhan Anoik, but we don't find them asking Moyov. That's where Rashi brings the Posik of Shoftim, even though it doesn't say in the Posik in. in uh, in Chumash it doesn't say, but in, in Shavtim it does say that they said Shalach Lehovi didn't want. So therefore, what they had to do is Vachel called Reimashal Mayov at Seifa. So they went the entire south of Mayov till the end. Umisham, and from there, once they finished, they came to the end of uh, Mayov, which is on the southern side. So now they turned to go towards the north. Now they reach the corner of there, the end of Mayav, until they circled the entire boundary, the eastern boundary of Mayav. They went around the eastern boundary of Mayav. Lerachba, again, to the width of the land of Mayav. The length was, we call that, on the southern side from west to east, that's the length of Mayov, but they had to circle the east side of the width of the land of Mayov. And once they finished the eastern side, the width of Mayov, now they come, they find the land of Sichem Ve'oig, they were sitting on the east side of the land of Canaan, and there was the Jordan that interrupted, was in between the land of Sichem Ve'oig and Eretz Yisrael. And this is what we find in Yiftoch and Shefti Vidal Aposik Yudchas. So the Pasik says, He went in the Midbar. That's the Midbar behind uh, Edom and Moyov. So it says, He went around the land of Edom. Then he went Moyov. And this is uh, the land of Moyov uh, of, uh, of, uh, on the southern side. And then He came to the eastern. Uh, from the east of where the sun shines, I mean the east of Laris Mayov, the land of Mayov. This was the description that Yiftach was was uh, arguing with them why they're starting to fight with him, telling him, describing how the Yidden journeyed. So this fits with what we just said that they went to the east of Laris Mayov because Laris Mayov was on the south until they went around. So, but now they came to and have Sichan Oig on the eastern side because Shu. As Eretz Sichon the Oig, and now they conquer the land of Sichon and Oig. Shaisa b'tzefaino shal Eretz Mayav. That was on the north of Eretz Mayav, because Mayav was on the southern side, the width. But that's the boundary, the boundary of the land of Sichon and Oig was on the northern side of Eretz Mayav, uh, and they. Conquered them. The Korva the Yardin, and they came close to the Yardin. And who connected Mikzoyat Zvoinis Marovis Oleretz Mayov? The Yardin, where they're here, that is opposite the corner of north 
that's the furthest port north and the west of Eretz Mayov because Eretz Mayov went out further down uh, went further uh, south uh, but now once they came to the Yardin they uh, conquered the Elan now they are uh, much closer to the west so therefore that's the southern western corner of uh, I mean the northern western corner not the northern eastern corner because the the land of Moyov went further east but because they conquered by the Yardin that was the northern western corner of the land of Moyov so Nimtza, so now it turns out that the land of Canaan that was on the other side of the Jordan to the west over the other side its southern east southern east corner was Eitzel Edom was, uh, was by Edom that was near Edom so when Rashi says earlier that uh, Eretz Edim Kula, that means that includes the land of Sichav Oig that he didn't conquered, and uh, then the, I mean then you had Eretz Mayav Kula over there. But Rashi explains over here why do we give the sign a Edim? Why not uh, Mayav? Because actually this was the western corner of Mayav, and it was of. Uh, Edom, that was the southern uh, part of, that was the uh, eastern part of, of Edom. And that, that piece was correspondent next to, we were next to Edom. But the only thing is that we're saying the Midbar Tzin, now I'm assuming that this Midbar Tzin, as we learned in the Pasuk earlier, that's the same Midbar, that, this is the name of the Midbar, that was next to Edom. So, it's not the actual Midbar Tzin, because Edom is not included. The Midbar Tzin was on the other side of Edom. But Midbar Tzin is just giving you the uh, corner point of Edom, or rather the corner point of Edom, that is the, uh, not the, not the, um, most uh, eastern point, even though Rashi over here says that that was Mikzoya Dremis Mizrahi Shalah Eitzel Edom, so that it was near Edom. That's what we're saying. So it's near Edom. Edom parallels it, but the Midbar Tzin, which was on the other side of Edom, couldn't be that furthest point. Uh, that couldn't be the furthest point. Uh, South, because that would include then the entire land of Edom in it. But the Midbar Tzin is telling us Lechaira, the furthest corner of east, as opposed to uh, Moyov, which went further east, but this was Al-Yedem, that's, fur- that's why it's next to Edom, as Rashi just explained, that's the furthest point east where the uh, Eretz Tisha Shvatim uh, parallels that, uh, but the corner 
was actually the Yom HaMelech that was under Kedma. And that's why the Pasuk says, Gevul Nagim Gitzay Yom HaMelech Kedma. So it seems to me, that not to look at the pictures and see what the Mepharshim said. We'll go by there. Pasuk Dalet. So now, we started to describe point number one, the corner of point number one, which was up in Eretz which was uh, the southern uh, eastern corner uh, by Eretz Edom and by the uh, Yam HaMelech over there. So now the going to go along the border, along the southern side from east to west, as Rashi said, Pasig Dalet, V'nosav Lachem, I just want to say, the, the biggest chiddush for me to understand the Rashi over here, is when Rashi says that uh, the Eretz Moyov Kula, when he says B'droimah uh, Eretz Yisrael, at that point Eretz Yisrael means including Sichem Ve'oig, because as Rashi says at the end, that part wasn't uh, uh, next to the, the Eretz Edom, was Eitzel Edom, Mikzay Dreimus Mizrachi Shalom, and and that's what Rashi emphasizes in the end of Rashi, She'eretz Kenan She'be'ever Hayardin Lamayrev, as opposed to the Eretz Kenan, which was also on the eastern side, that was, the entire Mayav was against that too. That's what the Pshat uh, is over here. Okay, Pazik Dalit, so V'nosav Lachem HaGavul, so now the Gavul traveled, and Rashi is going to say, Nosav means it's circle because it wasn't a straight line. So we use the words Vinosav as it's circled. So it's circled and it came around Minegev Lemailak Rabim to the south of Mailak Rabim. So that means that even though the, the border was going in an angle, and we'll see in Rashi, it went in an angle towards, it was on the southern border, but it was going, angling towards the north, uh, but yet, it didn't go so much north, but it went south of Mailak Rabim, not to the north of Mailak Rabim, that means that Mailak Rabim would be included within the territory, so it went Minegev to the south of the Mailak Rabim, the place called Mailak Rabin. So it went to the south of it, so it angled, but it still was south of Mailak Rabin. The Ovar Tsino, and it uh, passed, it passes uh, to Tsin. The Hoyu of, and then it ends Minegev Lekodesh Barneya. Uh, to the south of Kodesh Barnea. Whenever we're describing a line, uh, a border line, even though we're describing one side, but each drawing of a line that we give is has its beginning and its end in that piece. And then you start from there to another place, Rashi is going to explain. So, when here we're saying, it means that that line that we started to circle, that went along the border from starting from point number one, which was Mimidbar Tzin, it didn't go a straight line from uh, east to west, but it angled and it angled in such a way that its west part, of the Mailak Rabim, was inside it because this was to the west of Akrabim. It continued to pass 
uh, up to passes Tzina but then the Toitz of the end of that line ended up Minegev L'Kodesh Barneya at the southern side of Kodesh Barneya again Kodesh Barneya was inside it and this ended over there that line then from there we have to start drawing a further line because we're not done yet with the southern side the Yotza Chatzar Ador here it says the Yotza it keeps on going uh, it's still going to uh, Mairiv uh, but now it's still it's still going toward the, the slant is still going up to now was now we're going further uh, towards the on the southern border but we're going further towards the north the angle west we're going towards the west the whole time from east to west but we're angling in we're going further into the uh, north so it goes to Chatzar Ador and it passes at Smaina in any place where it says Vinosav or it goes Melamed that teaches us that tells us that we didn't have a straight boundary going along the line but rather it goes it circles and it goes outside of the border the border outside of the border would mean a straight line would mean inside outside means it goes outside of a straight line from east to west if you pull the string from east to west that would be the line and if you go anywhere else that's called goes luchutz so Yoitzah HaMeitzar, the Meitzar over here went Ve'oikim and it slanted L'tzat Tzufoyne Shaloylam towards the north of the world Ba'alachzin in an angle, L'maydev, towards Maydev So it was going in an angle to north along, down to the, going towards the Maydev Ve'oiver HaMeitzar, and this boundary passed B'droyma Shal Maylak Rabim It passes on the south of the Mailak Rabim Nimtso, that far turns out that Mailak Rabim is Lifnim Namitzer, that the Mailak Rabim was inside of the boundary. Vavar Tsino, Zakrashi, El Tsin, Tsino is Tutsin, so it passes Tutsin, Kimoy Mitzraimo, I mean two, two Mitzraim, Vahoyu Toits Oisov, and its end. It ended Minegib uh, Lekodesh Barneya Zokrashi Bidreimo Shel Kodesh Barneya on the south of Kodesh Barneya. That is where that line that began from the uh, point number one went along the side of Mailak Rabbi. It passes Tzina. It ends on the side on the southern side of Kodesh Barneya. And then Vaita, what happened? V'yotzo Chatzar Ador. And then further, actually before both, Vnosav Yotzav, it goes further. Chatzar Ador. Mispashda Meitzar Rumarchim, the boundary spreads out even further. Spreading out again is just like outside, meaning from that straight line that went from the east to the west along the southern border. This spreads out further. Umletzat Sofin Shaloylam towards the north of the world. Vinimshach Oid, and it continues further. Baalachsin in Aslant, Lamaidiv. 
Oid means further because we already started off, we already went towards the north. We're going weiter, Vyasa, towards the Mairuf. Ubaloy lechatsar ador, and it comes to chatsar ador, goes out there. And umisham la'atzmein, and from there it goes to atzmein, as the Pasuk finishes over here. And in the next Pasuk we'll see that it ends up umisham l'nachal mitzrayim, and from there uh, it goes down to the Nachal uh, Mitzrayim to the uh, Nilus, the river of Egypt, uh, okay, and that was the end of the eastern of the southern border. and the Loshin Venosav it says over here. When Rashi is talking about it, in the next pasuk after Viyotza, it says again Venosav from the Atzmain. It went to Nachal Mitzrayim. So the Lefi Shekosav Yotzo Chatzar Ador. Since it says that it went out to Chatzar Ador, Shehischil Harchi that it began to widen to go out towards the north. Mishavaras Kodesh Barneya. Once it passed Kodesh Barneya, where the first boundary finishes along the south, and it keeps on going further to Chatzar Ador. The width of that strip, that goes out till the, till, towards the northern side, that was from Kodesh Barneya until Atzmein. But from there and on, now it's shortened. It went back to the southern. And now it turns Sadadorim. So in this case, Venosov is going the other direction. And it comes to the river of Mitzrayim. And once it hit back on the southern side, it went up to the Nachal Mitzrayim. So from there, from that point on, we took it, Litzad, Mitzad HaMairiv. You're still going on the southern side toward Mairiv. You go El Godel till the Yam HaGodl and the, the, the Mitzrayim Nils, they went down further on the south over there, but this went down from that point to the Yam HaGodl, as we, the Pasuk is going to say, Pasuk Heva, you say to Esau, Vayomo Shehu Meitzar Marova Shel Kol Eretz Yisrael, that would be the western boundary of the entire Eretz Yisrael uh Actually, so the Nachal Mitzrayim went into uh, the Yam. So, Shuhumetzar Marova Shakol Eretz Yisrael. This is the Yam Hagodel would be the is the entire western border of Eretz Yisrael. So Nimtza. So it turns out Shenachal Mitzrayim that the river of Mitzrayim, the Nilus, is Bimiktsoya Marovis Dreimis. That was in the corner. Of southwest of Eretz Yisrael, but I'm thinking, based on Rashi said before, that it must have the Nachal must have continued going further south in Mitzrayim because that's what Rashi says only Mixas Mitzrayim was facing Eretz Yisrael, but Eretz Yisrael started by the river from the Nachal where it meets up with the uh, Yam Hagodel, and that was the border on that side. Posik hey, 
As we just learned, the Nosav Hagvul Me'atzmain. Now we're going back towards the south, long uh, towards the south, down from the east to the west. But it went from Atzmain to Nachla Mitzrayim, to the river Mitzrayim. Boy, you say it's So Rashi says, "Vahoyu soitz oisov hayomo," meaning that the end of that boundary went to the yomo, went to the west. El meitzer hamayiv. That was the boundary of the west, which means she'ain oid gevul negev mayrich litzad hamayiv mishom v'holo. For the boundary of the south doesn't go any further, doesn't prolong any further towards the west. From that point on, that's point number two. Stops over there because that goes to the Yama. I think what Rashi is also saying here that once we came to Nachla Mitzrayim, that tells us already where the border is. The border is Nachla Mitzrayim and the and the Yam, uh, the corner where Nachla Mitzrayim meets the Yam, and then even though the Nachal goes further, because Rashi says the Nachal earlier goes along the whole Mitzrayim, Rashi says only mixes Mitzrayim, so part of it was on the other side. But uh, that's what it means at that point over here. Pasik Vav, Ugvul Yom, what is the boundary for the West? So that should be the Yam Hagodl, the great uh, sea. Uh, that was the was uh, uh, the boundary for the west. And then it says Gvul that boundary Yilachem Gvul Yom. That should be the boundary of the west. Why is there duplicate lashon over here? It says already says Yom God was Gvul. So Rashi Gvul Yom. What is the pasuk Gvul Yom means Umeitzer Marovi Mahu. Gvul Yom means Yom in here is understood as the west. Because the Yom is on the West, but the Gvul Yom means, what is the West Gvul? That will be the Yom HaGodl. That will be the Yom HaGodl. Then it says again, Ugvul. And, uh, and the Gvul. What does it mean again, Ugvul and the boundary? So, the islands that are within the sea, they too are part of the boundary of Israel. Those are the Islands, Continue now with Pasik Zayin. This shall be for you the northern border. So, Min Hayom Hagodl, from the Great Sea, to So Lochem Hoir Hohor. You shall turn. Rashi says you should slant to turn. From the west towards the north, by the to Hoyrahor, to Solochem Hoyrahor, to the Hoyrahor. Gevult Safin, Zeilochem Gevult Safin. Zakhtar Ashi, Gevult Safin means Meitzar Safin, the boundary of Safin. I guess, as opposed to the northern, not a corner, but in this case, the Meitzar is just the boundary of the whole northern side, as he's going to explain it. Min hayom hagodl tisau lachem hoyr hahar. Zakrashi shahu because the hoyr hahar is b'mikzoyat zfeinis barovis. That's on the northern west corner. V'roishay mashpia v'nichnas slants and it enters l'teich hayom into the into the water. 
into the sea. Uh, meaning Roshi means the very top of it, the end of it, the edge of it. Uh, not, not the height, I mean the corner of it or the bottom, the head of it is, goes into the yam. V'yesh merechev hayam lifnim himenu v'chutzo himenu. And the width of the sea, there is outside of the Hoyrohor and the inside of the Hoyrohor. Hoyrohor is like on the corner, sticking out over there. So, to sow means, Tishpu lochem, you should slant lintois mimairev litsofin, to tilt from mairev towards the north, el Hoyrohor, to the Hoyrohor. So I'm wondering if it means that you should go a little bit further west towards the Hoyrohor. Rashi Tesou, Rashi said, what does it mean? Minayoma Godel Tesou, Tesou means Tishapu Lochem, you shall slant, like Shipua, in a slant, Lintois, so you tilt from the west to the north, El Hoyr because the Yam is in the Mairev and they're slanting to the north to the Hoyr Hohor. Loshen Siba, surround to Kimoi in Divra Yomim Beis, Perikid Beis Poskid Aleph, El Tei Horotim, or in Yechaskel Mem Yud Vitoi Ashara Yitzia. A structure which has a narrow So it leans and it slants So this is the slants in to the uh, From the west to the north And from the Hoyrohor to Seoul And this is on the northern border and the ends hagvul, the end of this boundary is Doda. That did not end the northern ba, the northern boundary, but as Rashi will say in a minute, but it started at a new angle. So this was the end of this angle from the Hoyrohor, the angle to Levois Chamos that ended by Tzudoda, that was one angle. Then we started another angle from uh from there, uh, as we'll see in the next pasuk. So, pasuk has Rashi. Mehoir hahor tisabu. You should uh, turn v'telchu el meitzratzofen. Should go on the northern border. Litzad hamizrach. That's going from number three to number four. Litzad hamizrach v'tivgu bilavoy chamos. And then you're gonna come to the bilavoy chamos zoo that is antiyucha. And the Toitzoros Agvul, which means the Soifa Agvul, the end of the boundary is going to be uh, by the by So Krashi Kolmokov Shinemar Toitzoros Agvul, where it says that the end of the boundary It's either the boundary finishes there totally, the Ein Oyver Lahalen Klaal doesn't go at all for that Mamash the end, as we've learned before when it said. Uh, in Pasuk Hey, over there the boundary finished over there. But here, that's one way. Or from that point it spreads and it widens. 
if it goes out backwards, it goes further out, so like in the north, it goes further north, in a slant, more than the first uh, width. In other words, it's like a new boundary because it's going, it's encompassing a larger area. And relative uh, to the wide of the measure, the first one he calls the finish, the end over there was the end. That's where it ended. And from that point on, he's going further. So, Pasik Tez, the Yotzahagvul Zifreina. So, from this part of Tzudodo, where the Gvul entered, it went out more in, in a lachsen, in a slant, further north, and Vahoyu Soitz Oisov, Chatzar Einon. It ended up by Chatzar Einon, the boundary. Zayilachem Gvul Tzof, and that became the northern boundary. Rashi Tez, Vahoyu Soitz Oisov, Chatzar Einon. Who are you, This was the end of the northern border. That was the furthest point of north on the east side. Um, that was the furthest point. So it turns out that Chatzar Einon was That was in the corner of the northeast. And now the next post you go Misham from Lochem. You turn El Mizrahi. So now we turn to the. Savisam is like like we learned before by the end of when you turned to the uh, from the uh, no, from the going down the western the southern side it turns around over there so now the Savisam Lachem we turn around the Gvul Paskyud Gvul Ketma to the Eastern boundary, Machatzar Einon, starting Machatzar Einon, which was the corner on the east, corner north. We go to Shefama, towards Shefama. We're going now from number four to number one along the uh, eastern border. So first we go from Machatzar Einon to Shefama. It's like turning and Kimoy Tisu. Shefama, Shefama Zakhtarashi b'Meitzra Mizrachi. That was on the east, but from there you go to Misham Harivla. So you go Shefama. So it's just giving you the boundary of Yaradagvul Mishfam from Shvam Harivla to Rivla. Mikadem Leoyin. It's on the east of Oyin, as before. It means Oyin was included. The Yaradagvul and Yaradagvul. Means that it goes down. Now here, called you read as Rashi will say because going from the uh, north to the south is called a descent. And it reached till the side of Yom Kinneres East. So it ended. It ended Al Yom on the east side of the Yom Kinneres. Again, so that the Kinneris was inside, and this was on the east side of the Yam Kinneris. Mikedem la Oyin Zakhtarashi Sheimokim. Oyin is a play name of a place. Not an Ayin as usually would mean a well or something like that. It's the name of a place over there. 
the Hametzar Hoylech B'Mizrochi, the boundary goes in the east, Nimtzo, so it comes out Ha'ayin Lifnim in Ha'ametzar, so the Ayin is inside the boundary, Umeris Yisroh, that's Umeris Yisroh. Then V'yorad Ha'gavul, the, the Gavul goes, the boundary goes down, and Rashi says, Kol Sha'gavul Ha'ilech Metzof and Ledorin, when you go from the north to the south, Hu'yorad Ha'ilech, it descends and goes. It's called V'yorad because it's a descent over there. Don't know the exact title of Umocha, but it seems that it pulled or decided the terror, the boundary was on the side of Yam Kinneres Kedma. It was on the outer side, on the eastern side of Kedma, that was the uh, border. So that the Kinneris itself was inside the border on the west side, the west side of Eretz Yisrael. But the boundary was B'Mizrach Yam Kinneris, was on the east of the Yam Kinneris, that is Kinneris Kedmo, Mochar Al Kesef, on the side of the Yam Kinneris, which was on Kedmo. And from there, as we're going to learn in the Pasuk from the Kinneris, Musham Yarden. From there, it descended to the Yarden. So when it went down to the Yarden, it went down to the further to the um, towards the south. Rashi says that the Yarden would extend and coming from the north down to the side in a slant, meaning it was further away uh, towards the west, but towards the east, but it. Started to neutral the side Mizrach to tilt towards the east side. Umiskarev litzaderetz Kenan, and it was coming close to the land of Kenan, meaning it was going westwards to reach the land of Kenan. Kneged Yam Kineres by the opposite where the Yam Kineres comes. Umoishich litzad Mizrach Hashalaris Yisrael. And the Fiardin uh, is goes along the eastern part of Eretz Yisrael, Kineged Yam Kineres. That's uh, corresponding to Yam Kineres. So Yam Kineres, and then followed by the Yardin. But the Yardin came from higher up, but it tilted down, and it came towards uh, the spot where the Kineres was. Until the water from the Yard, until it falls into the Yam Hamelach. And from that spot, from the Yardin, Kol HaGvul, the boundary finished, when that ended up in the Yam HaMelech, that was the end of the uh, eastern side. Shemben HaScholas, that from there it begins, that begins the southeastern corner. So this surrounds the land of Eretz Yisrael. This is the boundary that we just said. Surrounds her, surrounds Eretz Yisrael from all four sides. Pasukut beis v'yared hagvul hayardeimo. This is what the pasuk says. The gvul went down to the Yarden. V'hoyu seitz oisov yom hamelech, and the ends up the Yarden, the yom hamelech. Zoyst yilochem oris l'gvul eisah saviv. This will be to you the land, to its boundaries all around. This is what Rashi said before, including this pasuk here. Pasukut gimol v'itzav Moshe as bnei Yisrael leimer. So Moshe instructs the Bnei Yisrael saying, 
Zois Ha'oretz, this is the land, Asher Tisnachalu Oiso Begoyrol, that you should inherit it through the lottery. Asher Tziva Hashem Loseis, let Hashem instruct to give the Sishas Hamatuiz Vichatzi Hamata to the nine and a half tribes. So here we see in the Pasuk clearly that this Nachalu and the Goyrol was made for the nine and a half tribes. And earlier, uh, the Pasuk that was in Pasha's Pinchas, when Hadchila would talk about the Goyro, over there was, seems like it was to all the twelve tribes. And then, once the two and a half Shvatim, Reuven and God, and Manasha took on the other side, then this became just the lottery of the nine and a half tribes. Pasuk Yudalet, Kilokhu Matib Neharuveni, as Pasuk continues, for the tribe of the sons of Ruven, the descendants of Ruven, the base of Aisum, to their families' houses. Uvnei Umate Bnei Hagodi, and the tribe of the families, the children, the descendants of the Godi, the base of Aisum, to their father's home. Vachatzi Matib Manashe, and half of the tribe of Manashe, Lokhu Nachlos, and they took their Nachlos. Just curious, who was the half a shevet of Menashe, um, and how did they decide which one wanted here and there? I mean, it doesn't say. Ruvain and Godi they went like a unit, it seems, and here it was just a half a shevet. None of Rashi uh, addressed this at all. Posik Tazvov Shnei the two matas and the half a mata Lokhum Nachalosum. They took their nachlam eivel yard nireicha kedma mizrocha on the other side of the yard in nireicha on the kedma mizrocha on the east. Kedma means the front, and the front is called mizrocha. The uh, Rashi kedma mizrocha. That's a pnei the face of the world, the front of the world. The world's front is called kedma. Is called mizrach shebe mizrach. The face is the mizrach side. Rashi teaches Ruch Mizrach is Kru for the side of the east is called the face. Umarov is Koris Ocher and the west is called the back. Uh, and Lefikoch, and that's why, because this is uh, face and that's the back, that's why Dorum is Liyimin and Sofan Lismoil. That's why Dorum becomes the right hand side and Sofan the left hand side because when you're facing. Mizrach, and your back is to Maidiv, your right hand is Dorim, and your left hand is Tzav.